the NFL stands for not for long. Set Sharga and Armstead. Roll out. Walker still running out. Looks to the left. Wide open. Thompson touchdown. Colin Thompson with the touchdown. There was nobody within 20 yards. What of a catch off the bobble. Colin Thompson scoops it up. Lofting quarter of the end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. The first NFL touch for Colin Thompson is a score. Wow. Look at that, Jack. That's good stuff out of you. Those, we are coming to you live, and we have our intro back. Back by popular demand. Thank you, Jack, for putting that together. Uh, wonderful work, as always. We had to time it up. We're working on those things, but we're having a blast. Adam Schefter is joining us today. We're doing the pre-recording in the morning, interviewing Adam in the afternoon before I head out to L.A. early tomorrow morning to be a part of the NFL Broadcast Media Workshop. Really excited for that. Honored to be a part of it. It's about 15 to 20 players, former, current, who are going out there to learn the tricks of the trade in the broadcasting world in the NFL and uh, perform, calling games on TV, calling games on the radio. It's a tremendous opportunity to work with the best professionals in our NFL landscape, uh, producers, announcers, play-by-play, color people, hosts of shows all throughout the day will be joining us those three days to teach us, evaluate us. That's a tremendous opportunity. So lots going on in the world we're going to get into today. LSU wins a national championship by double digits. Tons of drama with that. Some people think there's some poor sportsmanship. I say no. It was both ways. Can't call one way or the other. Got to call it both ways. Going to get into 3.30 start for a national championship game. That's ridiculous. We're going to call out whoever's responsible for that. Of course, we're going to get into the bar of the week. And the Premier League, turning down Netflix. We're going to get into that too. But before I do, got to introduce my man here, Jack Connell. How you doing, buddy? Doing splendid. Doing splendid. Nice so little relaxing weekend. Really? What'd you do, bud? Not a thing. That's the best part about it. <laughs> And you picked the Shaquille O'Neal jersey to put on today when you woke up in the morning for class. Can you explain why? What was your thought? Did the purple catch your eye? It was, to be honest, it's just because it's one of my newer jerseys and I haven't got a chance to wear it much. And I was like, you know, I'll wear this. I haven't got a chance to show it off that much. I'm a big fan of how it looks and everything. Nice little thrift store find. Yeah, not, not Not too crazy thought process behind it. Well, there's not a crazy thought process when you're looking to get somebody some awesome for Easter. It's not too late. Order right now. Fudgekitchens.com. The best fudge in the world. The best sweet treats in the world. I already got the fudge bunny. Gave a couple of those out. Sending those to people across the country. Check them out. Located all up and down the Jersey Shore. But again, they ship across the country. So mix it up this year. Don't buy your typical bag of chocolate. You're going to scatter eggs that are made you know, years ago and wrapped. These are made fresh, weekly, daily fudge. Check it out, fudgekitchens.com, shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. I'm bringing some out to L.A., Jack. Why not? Hand now. I'll be like the Easter Bunny out there. Just you get a fudge, you get a fudge, you get a fudge. So fudgekitchens.com. Again, appreciate everybody tuning in. Adam Schefter joining us today. Really excited to have Adam on. He had an amazing last podcast. For those that haven't had a chance to listen to it or may not follow Adam's show, check it out because it is first class. And this episode, the one he previously did, Foster Monroe, uh, came on the show. He was diagnosed with cancer. People that did not see that uh, went to New Orleans for a physical as a free agent. He had cancer. 
great catch by the New Orleans training staff, medical staff. Also talked about a baby on his flight to L.A. Excuse me, a baby on his flight to the owners' meetings in Arizona, uh, almost dying in emergency landing, and a flight attendant saved the baby's life. So it's an amazing episode, Adam's last episode. Check it out. Lots to talk about on the show today. But before we get into all that, the Premier League, the league that I've just absolutely loved diving into now post-COVID, during COVID got me into it, Per World Soccer Talk, the Premier League has opted not to work with Netflix on a documentary series. League officials reported rejected the move because the streaming service was not offering enough money. The, uh, excuse me, the Times has claimed that Netflix offered English Top Flight Soccer League about $18.5 million for three years, so 6.2 per season. If those have seen Drive to Survive, amazing about F1. Amazing show. Whether you're into racing or not, I've never watched a race in my life. Now I'm dialing into qualifying, racing, etc. Uh, amazing show. Full Swing, Netflix, another great show. So Premier League turns it down. And honestly, I don't know if I blame them. Their product is massive. It is worldwide. It Great. I get the racing culture is also big. But the Premier League is history, passion, Huge American market now. And Netflix definitely should have went, I believe it's worth way more. Uh, I don't really know the finances of the whole situation. 6.2 a year doesn't sound like a ton of money to me because the viewership is through the roof for that type of thing. So, I mean, uh, Jack, have you gotten the premiere a little bit? You know, I'm a huge Tottenham Hotspurs fan. I really haven't gotten to it much, but I am completely on the Premier League side. I had, this is the first I've heard of it. So what you're saying, based off what you heard, is you said $6.2 million for the entire Premier League? For so, the, per yeah, year. the Premier League, they would feature a complete Netflix documentary on all the teams behind the scenes. These are massive. These aren't just low, like football players from you know Philly or New Orleans or from San Diego. These are people from all – Charleston on Tottenham is from Brazil. He's one of the biggest names in Brazil. Uh, Harry Kane – He's the leading goal scorer in Tottenham history. He's a leading goal scorer in English soccer history as of last weekend. They're going to be have up close and personal with him. It's going to be way more than $6.2 million if you're going to feature all these massive, I mean, massive brands. Manchester City, Liverpool, huge. So, I mean, and I've been watching the Wrexham series, uh, which has been amazing. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and the gentleman from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, bought the team from nothing and they're turning it into something. That's been really cool too. So these docuseries have been awesome. There's a reason why I mean, there's a reason why they turn it down though, right? It's not about yeah, money. I mean, you think at the end of the day, what? So six million amongst twenty teams, it's what, like three hundred thousand a piece per team. And they bring up a player, like each player's getting like five grand. I mean, I was at uh, Villanova had like a little symposium for the sports business program and Carl Nassib, who was played for the Buccaneers this past year, he talked about his time of hard knocks when he's on the Browns. He said it was the worst thing. He said he never had a second apiece. Like, it was just the worst possible thing. And you have to think, like, I mean, I don't think the NFL players got any compensation for hard knocks, but you're talking about a way in-depth documentary for, like, five grand. I mean – And these guys don't need their – they don't need their brands to be any bigger. They're already big enough. They're in the Premier League. Now, I'm not saying you can't get a bigger brand and you can't work on it. And for an NFL player, the guys like me that have, like, 6,000 followers, Carl's got way more than that. But that was big for Carl's brand, too. So – Carl went from just a second-round pick, I think he was, out of Penn State, Cleveland, Browns, great player in college. I played against him a bunch. Um, to now where 
if you think about it, it's really blew him up. Like he's now talking about it eight years later at a symposium. So I think you speak out of both sides of your mouth a little bit. Like, yeah, it's annoying, but and you don't have a breath of fresh air. Now I've heard players too that hard knocks was not a problem and it's not that big of a deal. So maybe COVID helped that situation and may, you know, may put up some walls a little bit where they couldn't be in as much uh, more like cameras are just in a room. They're not as in your face with stuff. So I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I don't, again, these, these brands in the premier league are massive. They're way bigger than these NFL brands, in my opinion, because you're worldwide. You're not just in the U S market. So it's interesting to see Jack temple basketball. Come on now. Let's go. Now they didn't go. They didn't hire Don Staley. Don, Don Staley did say, "I'm not interested in coaching uh, men's football. I mean men's basketball." So I was kind of bummed about that, Jack. It was a little bummed. Yeah, I mean, listen, they got. I heard the guy they got was the Penn State assistant Rhodes or something. Is that his name? Adam Fisher, Temple basketball. Great, great, great job, Jack. Guess where he went to high school? I know he's a Bucks County guy. Is he a CB West guy? He's a CB East guy. Where I would have went, so I mean that's big time. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to our trusty source here, Wikipedia, because there's nothing better than Wikipedia. I love this grind. Jameson, Pennsylvania. He played basketball at Penn State in 06. As a coach, he was at Nova from 07 to 09. He was at Miami from 15 to 21. Penn State from 21 to 23, and now he's the head coach of Temple. So really not a ton of stops for a coach. Four stops and you're a head coach, that's a good run. But here's what I like. Okay, his one year, he was he left basketball at Nova. He was a GA at Nova from 07 to 09. Then in 2010, at Boston University, he was director of basketball operations. So you have your foot, you have a, you're the coach, you're doing operations. First year at Penn State, they kicked the door in at Penn State or excuse me, at 11 to 12, when he had that break between 9 and 15 at Nova and Miami, Boston, Ops, Penn State, Video Coordinator, Penn State, Director of Player Personnel, Miami, Director of Operations. Then he gets into coaching. So he's done every single role in a building, from Video Coordinator, Director of Operations. He played basketball at Penn State, and he had a ton of success while he was there. So I love that. Complete grinder. As a player, complete grinder. As a coach, as a coach, you wear tons of hats. You're working, especially college. It's not the NFL. It's not the NBA. Those guys are pros. But in college, you're teaching people how to become pros. There's major growth and a tough, tough growing pains when it comes to that. Guys missing class. Guys not going to training table. Guys showing up late for class. Guys doing things on the weekend they shouldn't be doing. Right? So you are molding men you're molding pros you're helping students there's training table there's study hall there's hydration practice you need to get right there's travel and he's been involved in all of it so i'm excited about that jack i am i'll be honest with you and local you gotta love that and nobody more in philly jack loves when philly philly hires locally am i wrong yeah no and i think bucks county is really starting to make a name for themselves as the college basketball coaching hotbed i mean between that jay wright was a bucks county guy his brother, I think, coaches like Council Rock or something, like Council Rock South or Council Rock North. There's definitely more of them too. If we if we sat down and did our research, here. I know Fran Duffy is a um, Upper Darby, I think. So he's not Bucks, but I mean Philadelphia area. Gino Oriema. Well, Gino, Gino is uh, he may be that may be. He was he he went to Montco briefly. I forget exactly where he. Yeah, he's in Montgomery there. County, I believe. So, Talked about him on the show listen, before. Montgomery County just always has the best. What can I say? 
I digress. Shots and giggles, guys. I'm wearing the shirt today. Check them out. The premier bar for locals and having a great time. Quiet, quaint, fun, excited, great vibe. Right behind Sloppy Joe's on Ant Street. Can't beat it. Cannot beat the chaos of Key West. You can hide out, have a good time. You'd be sitting, you one minute you're sitting next to a billionaire, the next minute you're sitting next to the best fisherman in town, the next minute you're sitting next to a bartender from another bar that's hanging out at Shots and Giggles because it's the best bar. Football Sundays are amazing there. They put out a full spread there, have a couple of drinks. You can help yourself to the full spread. It's a great place. It's the, the family bar uh, down there. Shots and Eagles Key West. Check them out, guys, on social media and go give them a visit. Tell them we sent you here, not from on media in the Colin Thompson show. Jack, bring back an old segment, Bus One. Our Bus One member this week on the Colin Thompson show is none other than one of my best friends in the world, Ian Thomas, tight end for the Carolina Panthers. He had an amazing, amazing event the other night. Turned the night blue, a gala at the Carolina Panthers Stadium, Bank of America Stadium, raising money for Autism Charlotte. Autism Charlotte was founded in 06 by five parents directly impacted and inspired by their own special children affected by autism. Facing many day-to-day challenges common in caring for a child with autism, these parents experienced firsthand a significant lack of program services and support for the community. They committed themselves to helping other families facing similar challenges, but likewise finding few answers and often feeling alone. With the support of many friends, family, community partners, the Autism Foundation of the Carolinas was established in a 501c3 that was later renamed Autism Charlotte. Unbelievable job by Ian and the team in Autism Charlotte, the Carolina Panthers, the Tepper family, supporting Ian in this event. It was first class. It was first class. Building an academy for students to go to based off an after-school program, raising tons of money, I would say hundreds of thousands of dollars in one night, in two hours, three hours max. So bus one member this week, Ian Thomas. Check out Autism Charlotte, guys. How to check it out. We envision a community where every family navigating autism is supported with knowledge, resources, warmth, and understanding. Our mission is to embrace and empower children and families affected by autism. We value inclusion, inspiration, and impact. Again, shout out to Autism Charlotte. Check them out online, guys, that donate and support. And shout out to Ian Thomas, Carolina Panthers tight end, and great, great man for this amazing, amazing event. Good stuff by Ian. You like the Ian. Uh, Jack, you had to meet Ian during training camp, right? Yeah, we met him briefly amidst because there was just everybody had family down there during that day at camp. So we got to talk briefly. Seemed very great guy. He's spoken nothing but the best about him. So yeah, he seems like an awesome dude. Seems like an awesome event. Glad you got to meet back up with the boys. It was great, man, to get down there with the guys and, you know, just a quick trip, 24 hours in and out, less than that. And then I uh, get back up here to Annapolis. So it was really cool to get down there and support Ian the least we could do. Guys, going to a ball game. Baseball season. It's here, Jackie. Heading to the Masters this week. You're hitting up SeatGeek. Promo code Colin Thompson. 20 bucks off your tickets, $50 or more. Promo code Colin Thompson. C-O-L-I-N-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N. Your 20 bucks off your tickets. Love it, Jack. Going to the Phillies game, Nats game, all these different games. Pop that promo code in. Check. I think out. you're also forgetting the most important event that I haven't heard people stop talking about that you could use that for. Taylor Swift concert. Oh, those are tickets are – I am not a Swift – I have nothing against Taylor Swift. I just – my thing I've said before, and I'm probably going to get shelled for this, I, she seems like a great artist. I don't understand why she is so much more massively popular than any other artist in the world. 
Like she is phenomenal. Every single, she can touch every single thing, right? Because you understand when we're growing up, every single fan base, every single group, men, women, children, she was a country singer to start, right? So that was, she got that avenue and was one of the best people in country, won a ton of awards with that younger years. When I was in high school, 2010, 11, 12, that era. Then she changes a little bit and comes more popular. Then she becomes a big pop culture thing. So she, she's she been growing. She's been doing this thing for a while now. Probably 20 years she's been moving up through it, 15 years. So that's why, Jack. That's why it's sold out. Plus, she's super talented. So I want you to guess with the at the link. So it says May, Sunday, May 14th, the cheapest non-limited view seat at the link for Taylor Swift. What do you, how much do you think it is? 500 bucks. 1200 Oh, when those tickets go on sale, though, I want to say like probably two or three weeks ago. Huh. Well, they'll come. But down. I mean, the, I, I saw at one point you were looking around the other night. I was like, I couldn't believe it. The parking, the cheapest parking ticket was like four hundred bucks. Well, listen, folks, you want the secret? I give you the secret. Go over to Chickies, not a sponsor of the show. Have a good time at Chickies and Pete's, and take the crab bus over. Have a great time. That's a <laughs> park for free at Chickies, and then eat a meal, and then go to the take the crab bus, baby. It's a good time. There you go. Jack. We're throwing some people under the bus. We had bus one. Now we're throwing people under the bus. NCAA TV, 3.30 for a national championship game, the Women's March Madness national championship game between LSU and Iowa. Congrats to LSU on winning the national title. Their coach, Kim Malky, is a stud. Her son was a stud baseball player at LSU, and she was a great player herself. She's a stud. She faced some Titans player, Titan of players, and Caitlin Clark, coaches and teams, and Dawn Staley. I mean, they 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 did it. I mean, they did it. Now I, I'm impressive. Now I know LSU was on the other side of the bracket, but still, um, uh, I would took out down South Carolina. Excuse me, but under the bus this week, NCAA TV people. Whoever's responsible for a 330 national championship game, that is ridiculous. So 12:30 Pacific time, people are watching a national championship. Now, I think the men's game is a little egregious. Nine plus o'clock. That's ridiculous. Should be eight, no later than 8:30. But 3:30 on a Sunday, there's nothing else going on. You have nothing to compete with. The Masters are next weekend. You have a tremendous window to put that game at 6:30, 7:30, 8 o'clock. The average price. For a seat at the men's Final Four, which features Saturday's matchup between Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, Miami, and UConn. Now, that was before, right? This is an article from uh, Saturday. 234 bucks. The ticket price is nearly $100 less than the women's game. Now, it is an NRG stadium, which is a 70,000-seat stadium. The women's game is at a 20,000-seat stadium in Dallas. But still, there is... A massive viewership numbers. Let's see. Record audience, 2.49 million for the Elite Eight game between Louisville and whoever that was. I can't see it. But, I mean, that you have an opportunity here with the star power of LSU, the star power of Iowa, especially with Caitlin Clark, to max things out for you viewership-wise, and they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. We missed the game. We're running around taking care of things. 3.30 for a national championship game. The whole season long, they've been grinding. And you're going to have the game. They get through March Madness, most grueling time as a player, as a coach. Not good. Not good. They dropped the ball that, Jack. They're under the bus for me, pal. What are your thoughts on the whole taunting 
thing. I think it's getting way over. I thought it was completely fine. I, I thought Emmanuel Ocho did a great job breaking that down because right away everyone's like, oh, I'm getting texts from people. Thank God she's not on my team anymore, blah, blah, and referring to some Maryland fans. And I'm like, did you see they both did it? It's called trash talk. I get it. I get it. There's kids watching. I understand that. But this is hyper intense. Like people idolize Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. Like, what do you think they did? You can't have rules for guys and girls or whatever it is. The player from Iowa did it. Great. We all loved her and thought it was a great story and she's a baller. But then the girl from LSU does it and it's a problem. So I think they both did it. It's no harm, no foul. They didn't touch anybody. They waved each other's face that you can't guard me. And she pointed at a ring. Nobody died. <laughs> Can we all calm down? It's good competitive juice. It's something to talk about. It's fun. If there's a fight and it was egregious and she was up in her face and it, there's bloody noses, that's a different conversation. But that did not happen. So, and I think, what are I mean, thoughts, like, Jack? I mean, obviously, one of my favorite parts about basketball is when it gets not necessarily physically chippy, but like mentally chippy when they're jawing back and forth. One of my favorite games in recent memory, it wasn't really that great of a game, but it was when Kevin Durant went back to Oklahoma City with the first game Golden State. That was one of the most hostile chirping games I've seen in quite some time. Just Russell Westbrook jawing at him from half court while he's walking back to this the timeout circle, the entire arena chaining cupcake at Katie. It was also a pretty solid game. I think Oklahoma City lost that one anyways at Golden State because that was just the Hamptons five for the same. But that was such an entertaining game to watch just from a trash-talking perspective. And like you said, nobody got hurt from it. I think it was either that game or the next one, like Sean Livingston, I think, got in Katie's face, and there's like a little shoving match. But that was like the most. Like there was no physicalness to it at all. I think we have an issue in this world, obviously, with racism sexism what's the difference between a girl doing it from iowa and a girl doing it from lsu what's the difference between uh, if a guy does it and you say he's being a competitive and you see a girl doing a game you say she's being immature and not a good sport that's straight up fact and the lsu gal after the game she said the same thing uh angel reese so to me it's all good great game great product in women's college basketball, especially March Madness. But why would you have the game at 3.30 on a Sunday afternoon when nothing else is going on? Nothing else is going on. You lost millions of viewers. Millions. I couldn't wait to pop the game on. I thought it was like 6 o'clock. We popped the game. We're, we're popping the TV on at like 5-something for a pregame show. Nothing. So disappointed on my end, to say the least. Really excited for Adam Schefter to join us. Coming up here in a little bit. Guys, Psalm Sleep promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. The best sleep product in the world. Get Psalm Sleep. Natural products, magnesium. Put you <coughs> down, hit you back up, and you rise and you kick ass the next day. Psalm Sleep. Get Psalm Sleep. Bar of the week this week on the Colin Thompson Show is The Friend in Los Angeles, California. Shout out to Jimmy Hurley, Westchester, football st joe's prep football legend absolute legend also i'm gonna talk to touch back on this again because i need to give jimmy his proper shout out here let's see i read an article last night uh let's go back cyo football champs shout out to the romans back in the day we played jimmy hurley 
Let's see. St. Catherine football. I got to go back. So the bar of the week this week is the friend in Los Angeles, California. Shout out to Jimmy Hurley, Westchester football legend, St. Joe's prep football legend, St. Catherine's football legend. Shout out to your CYO champions, Malcolm Romans, who beat the great Jimmy Hurley, the best youth football player of all time in 06. Can I have a quick question? Can I interrupt? When you say St. Catharines, do you mean St. Catharines of Siena? Am I hearing that right, or is it a different St. Catharines? I don't know, Jack. Uh, look, a little known fact about me, that's where I started my education in, at was St. Catharines, and I never knew we had a CYO team, so I was trying to figure out if that was a correct fact or not real quick, but I'll let you continue on your story. The friend shout-out. Absolutely loved it there. The staff is amazing. The people are just awesome. It is a cocktail bar kind of off the beaten path in L.A. Uh, was able to get there uh, in the offseason and hang out. Great drinks. Great vibe. It's like a casual cocktail bar that turns into like all of a sudden they have a, you know, a band going or they have a DJ going out of nowhere. It's great. And the place is packed and it's wall to wall. Snap of your fingers. Uh, the place is great. So if you're looking for a little different place in LA with fresh cocktails, good spirits, awesome service, check it out. The friend food and ambiance five, cold beer and good drinks, five service, five TVs, four. There wasn't any. So we'll get TVs at three. Excuse me. If you don't have any TVs, that's fine. Automatically a three, which is fine. I get it. It's a cocktail bar, but it's part of the grading scale. So 18 out of 20 for the friend, the bar of the week on the Colin Thompson show. Shout out to our friends, Actions Over Words Apparel. They are donating a portion of their proceeds to the charity of their choice. So when you support them and you buy their awesome, high quality clothing, they're donating a large part of what you pay to the charity of their choice. Check out their charities, actionsoverwardsapparel.com. All right, Jackie, anything uh, from you? I know this. I'm excited to have Adam on, and you brought it up before. When Adam tweeted, you could tell that story. I know you enjoy that one. Yeah, that it was. this was the time Colin and I have known each other for multiple years before this, but it was during around COVID, and I hadn't been talking to Colin much around that time, and I was – it's weird. One of those stories where we remember exactly where we are. I don't know why I remember this exact spot. I was in my driveway. I was like putting away my trash or something. And I got the Schefter notification pop up, and it says, like, Colin Thompson signed a one-year deal with the Carolina Panthers, and I did, like, an up and down. I'm like – that Colin and I, I think I literally did like a search tweet on like Twitter to see like who else was talking about to make sure it was that Colin and I text you I was like freak out I'm sure you got like 55,000 because I'm sure you don't remember exactly mine but it was just a very wild story and I didn't it was the first time you kind of made it big in my eyes I made it big in my eyes too when Adam tweeted that what happened was I was I didn't make the team at a training camp they wanted to let it the, go through a process of cutting players to put some guys on injury reserve and then they were going to sign me back and Thought it, they thought I would clear waivers, which I did. And then I signed uh, back with the team to the active roster like 48 hours later. So it was like a quiet period in the NFL. And that allowed us, you know, Adam needed something to tweet. So he threw me a bone. I didn't even know him at the time, but he, it was big time. Everyone's like, who? Who the hell's this guy? So I love that. That was great. And um, yeah, I'm excited to have Adam on. He's been a great friend of the show, super guy, mentor, text you back right away. So, Guys, I hope you uh, have a great week. Masters is on. This is my favorite time of year. Sports talked about it last year on the show. The Masters, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, which is the best playoffs in the world. Um, you know, national championships tonight. 
Hope everyone has an awesome, awesome Easter weekend. Thanks for your support of our show and all of our shows here at Not For Long Media. Check them out, guys. Two Girls, One League, Breaking Bats. Ah, geez. What am I missing, Jack? Our show. Um, Say Two Girls, One League. Two Girls, One League, Breaking Bats, Colin Thompson Show. Ah, Jesus, Sam Boner Show. Sam Boner Show and Showtime Speaks. So six shows. Again, thank you for all your support here at Not For Long Media. And I hope you guys enjoy the Adam Schefter interview. All right, the great Adam Schefter is joining us. Adam, how you doing, brother? Uh, fighting off a cold, sick all weekend, but uh, we're we're braving through. Got to play hurt, right? Got to play hurt. You're grinding. You're you're taking calls. All the above. I listened to your episode. For those that have not listened to Adam's podcast, check it out. Especially this last episode with Foster Monroe battling cancer, and an amazing story that happened on the way to the to the owners meetings in Arizona. Can you yeah. that a little bit? That, that is just amazing. Well, you know, we we're doing this podcast with Foster Moreau, who was uh, inspirational in his own way. Like he was incredible to listen to. And we were flying out. I was flying out Sunday morning and uh, we flew out. Um, we were about 20, 25 minutes in the air. And they announced that there was a medical situation. They were paging doctors and they turned the plane around. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know. If I've ever been on a plane with all the trips I've taken where the plane turned around midair and headed back to Newark. And it was a violent landing. And I'm like, whoa, like it, it almost felt like a crash landing. And that was because I didn't realize that somebody pointed out there like, yeah, we, you have a f- full fuel tank and there's so much fuel on the plane that it, it, it makes for a very disruptive landing. And so we landed and turned out, you know, there was a standing ovation. They asked for doctors. There was a baby who had a failed heart valve and the flight attendant, and this is to the best of my knowledge, gave the baby CPR, brought the baby back to life. There was a pediatric cardiologist from Columbia Presbyterian on board. He wanted the plane turned around. So we flew back to Newark. The flight attendant that gave the CPR was too, um, emotional to continue on so they had to get a whole new crew so it was like a five-hour delay <laughs> but fortunately uh the baby survived and that was the most important thing and and got to live unbelievable story and you had foster on before which is another unbelievable story he was just fantastic yeah. open uh, yeah. positive what were your thoughts on having him on uh i was thrilled to get him i was honored to get him um uh, and he, his story was incredible. Like, what a guy that is. I, I, I didn't know him before then. I don't know if your paths have crossed him, Colin, or not, but he's an impressive guy. And uh, I'm really rooting for that guy. He's he's uh, he's a great guy. I've heard amazing things about him at his time with LSU from guys I've played with. Like, unbelievable, like, tough and smart. And, like, just, like, he's an old-school tight end, too. Like, in this league, right, everyone's lauded yeah. these pass-catching guys. And I get it, but... He's an old school guy, and I wish him nothing the best. I know he'll land back. Yeah. Uh, okay. I always try to talk off the cuff with you and and, and talk about different things that are fun. The president's yeah. meetings. How were the accommodations? How were the meals? Did you get to have any fun, or are you working the whole time? Not the uh, president's, I, the owners. Yeah. You know, I, I've had a thing here, and I appreciate the different line of questioning. Um, I, I I had a migraine, so I had a migraine for like two days out there, so it was just brutal. So I, oh. I feel like I've been. You know, I, I had a migraine that very debilitating for a couple of days and, and then you get well and I come home and I got this cold here. So I feel like 
I, I don't know what's going on, but it's been like eight days of just uh, fighting uh, different things. So you're about you're just an absolute warrior. No, now, I don't know about that. I, I I think I'm an absolute you know baby about this <laughs> stuff, but uh, not very tough. But it's 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 been a rough eight day stretch here. Now it goes. Last time you're on, the dog went missing. Did we find the dog? Do dogs are all here. Yeah, you know, Kyle, it's just a day in the life, right? Like. Just things happen, things go wrong. You know, I won't be surprised during this podcast if, you know, wife is calling out that, you know, she needs my help for something. Like, it's always so. It's life. We all go through our own battles and trials and tribulations. I know you're a very busy man, especially with the phone always blowing up, but it's not always from teams. You get back to people right away. That's what I was, so that's what I've told some people. I'm like, Adam, of course, is getting his phone up, blown up by teams and that's his job, but. Have you got some other texts? Like, is there somebody who's texted you over the years? Like, holy cow, so-and-so just texted me? That's not in football? Like, why you're working a game? Because I text you like, hey, great job on the on the broadcast tonight. And you get right back to me. Right? You, know, you know, there, there have been a few. Um, I've gotten calls at various points uh, from people. Like, there was one time, it was a Saturday morning. It was Bristol. We're getting ready to do a playoff pregame show. Um, phone rings was a... 714 area code. Seven, was 714 Orange County or 704 Orange County? I don't know. This, 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 my phone's going nuts here. Yeah, I've already missed three calls here. Um, 714 or 704? Definitely 714. If you got to take it, take it. Hold on one second. I just got to. I got I to. I yeah, hold on a second. You're good. I can edit it all out. No, no. 714 area code is, is Anaheim. Yep. There you go. That, that there it is. So I, it was seven one four. I looked down. I, I pick up the phone. I'm like, well, "What's this?" Because you never know what you're gonna get. And they go, "Adam." I said, "Yeah, this is Reggie Jackson." I'm like, "Reggie Jackson, like my boyhood idol, the guy that I watched every pitch of every game, Reggie Bars, World Series, straw that stirs the drink, Reggie, like that Reggie Jackson." He's like, "Yeah," and he was calling to discuss uh, his friend Mike Singletary and his coaching prospects and and I, I was like blown away like I was thinking to myself if you had told fifth grade Adam Schefter that Reggie Jackson would one day be calling him at work like my mind would be blown blown so you know that one stands out to me um I'm a regular car there's nobody including my wife nobody who texts me more than Mike Trout really yeah yeah uh, why so He's fascinated about two things, the Eagles and fantasy football. So he's always asking, like, he, he was really, I don't understand why, but he was really invested in Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Like, he really wanted Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to be back in Philadelphia. That's his favorite defensive player. He loved him. Well, I mean, that's like everyone's trying to replicate Brian Dawkins, which is physically impossible. You know, he's at, he's at the World Baseball Classic. He's like in between pitches with Shehei Otani, however you pronounce his name. And, and he's texting me, you know, for Eagles information. Maybe that's why he struck out. I'm kidding. That poor guy got Maybe. crucified. For, the poor guy's getting crucified. He's like struck out like three times in his life. Or whatever. We, we love Mike. He's he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Put him on my podcast. You know, the funny thing is I've got him on a podcast when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Mike, we'd never, never um, spoken on the phone, but we've ex we had exchanged hundreds of texts, <laughs> hundreds. And so it was very, like, you know, to sit, and talk with him the way I'm talking with you. I'm like, Mike. 
I'm Adam. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, very funny. We we actually planned a couple of times. I was going to go see him play baseball in New York, but he got hurt or was out or whatever, and the schedule didn't work, and COVID, and this and that, and just never kind of happened. So uh, it was nice to finally get to meet him on the podcast. A new golf course going in for him too. I don't know if you saw that. He's no. Running around. He's, he's opening a new golf course. Uh, Michael Jordan him together down in South Oh, Jersey. yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Somebody mentioned that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where he's from. Um, yeah. Have you been able to catch any of the March Madness, men's or women's? Funny you ask that. Um, I watched the very first game of the tournament on Saturday night when I was sick. I was, like, laid up on the couch. I'm having soup, drinking tea. And the first game of the tournament that I watched was – uh, it was San Diego State versus Miami, right? They beat Miami. Uh, what the Elite Eight or the Final Four? Yeah, yeah, Final Four. Yes, last, yes, two nights ago. The first game Saturday night. Yes, yes, the I game, believe so. The one where Butler sank the jumper at the end, where he was, was like the, dribble. He was like, it looked like he was starting to panic a little bit, and then he sunk that, it. That was the first game of the tournament that I watched. It was unbelievable, and it was a, it was a, and a, by the way, like I couldn't really care much about these teams. Like I have no emotional. And I was like, I was riveted watching them. It was, it was, which was kind of cool. I, I appreciated that I got as into it as I did as quickly as I did. And that when the guy sank the jumper, I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was an unbelievable shot. He was like pounding the ball into the floor in the corner. I'm like, this is not going to go well. See, see, and I watched those students see another little fact, and you're getting all the good stuff here, Colin, but I love it. 34 years ago today, 34 years ago today, 34 year anniversary of my school winning the national championship in basketball during my senior year. And me and my college buddies were all there in Seattle to watch Michigan beat Seton Hall in overtime, literally weeks before we graduated. And and I actually thought about, I'm like, you know what? I should put next year for the 35 anniversary. I, I just don't know that anybody would care except us, but I should have the people that made that trip on a podcast together and talk about what you thought life would be like and what life actually is and how things have changed in 35 years and what you remember about that. I, I, again, I don't, I don't know that there has to be a way to make that work somehow. Um, Good thing it's your be, show with your name on it. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, but who's going to listen to that? I, I just don't know. I bet you people listen to it because people do like new things. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be different in something that I just don't think a lot of people would care about. We, I would care about it tremendously. I, I just think it's kind of like in a big chill kind of way. It's like, it's, it's, it's a modern day big chill, which big chill is based on Michigan friends coming together after the death of a friend. So like we would do 35 years after, you know, it, it would be like a big chill podcast 35 years later. What do you remember from that night 34 years ago? Great question. Colin, you're on your, you're on your P's and Q's here today. Um, what Learn I remember you, about that, basically a lot of things as one of my college friends texted today, we were in a group text and, uh, he texted and I could just read it, uh, because it's the best description of it that he said, uh, those three to four weeks have to rank among the top three stretches of time in my life. And I wrote. I responded, no argument here. And that's that's exactly right. I mean, to watch literally, like I said, weeks before you graduate, your school go on an unexpected run. We went to the Sweet 16 in Lexington, Kentucky, 
We went to the Final Four in Seattle, Washington. We watched our school uh, beat in order North Carolina, Virginia, Illinois, Seton Hall. Still remember it. Remember the players. Remember the hotel. Remember every. Remember the craziness. Remember the Saturday night after we beat Illinois in a game in which there were 33 lead changes going out, my friends, to a place in downtown Seattle called Tulaki Paki, which is now closed. Uh, it was good one of the great, great nights of my life. What's that? A uh, yeah, good time at the Tulaki Paki, whatever? Not, no, not a good time. An unbelievable time. An all-time <laughs> night. Uh, they're the best. Uh, okay, so I have to ask you the one football question, and yeah. as a friend of the show, what do you think about the Niners trading for Christian McCaffrey? We haven't talked about it. I know, obviously, it panned out well, but you know Christian very well. You know Christian's father very well. Um, you, you, you didn't mention him. his mother, who happened to text me that week, that Wednesday, and I've known his family since Christian was a little boy at training camp, and I covered his dad when he was a wide receiver in Denver, not to age myself, though I did that with the Michigan basketball team. And uh, – Lisa McCaffrey called me. And she's like, I'm thinking about going to Charlotte this week. And what are you thinking? I said, do not go. And she goes, I haven't booked the tickets yet. She goes, I said, yeah, yeah, don't book them. I'm like, she's like, really? I'm like, don't book the tickets. He's going to get traded. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So McCaffrey family owes me money for <laughs> saved plane tickets for me telling them not to book the tickets. Invoice them, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Invoice them. Coming for you, Christian. He's inv invoicing you personally. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, yep. That's great. I remember, yeah, that whole thing. That was a pretty wild week. Wild uh, week. Baker right after two. Uh, Coach rules right before that. It was, it was very interesting. But Christian's a freaking awesome man and someone I got close with. And we were able to talk through some things throughout that. It was just unique to be a part of. Great guy. Great family. Uh, yeah. Cares. And uh, yeah, pretty neat. The whole thing. All right, who's going to be the first pick? No, I'm kidding, Adam. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, I believe, I believe, I, I said this before, if I were picking today, my, my guess is Bryce Young. That's yeah. my guess. I'm not reporting he's going to be the first pick. That's my guess, yeah. right? Yeah. You? I'm not with Carolina. I'm a free agent, um, so I can speak a little bit freer, I think. I think it's him, right? It's got to be. I mean, well, you know, he doesn't have the height that Frank Reich would like. He doesn't have the height, but he's got the instincts. He's got the playmaking ability. He's got the intel. He's got everything. That guy, and, cool, calm, and collected. When he came back against Texas, I was like, who is this cat? Yeah, and C.J. Stroud's a great quarterback, in it, and I think he'll wind up going number two. So uh, that's the way it goes. But if you're asking me today, and I said it before, I think Bryce Young, I think he'll wind up going number one. What do you think about the kid from Tennessee? I know he's got the ACL, but I just yeah, see no smoke around that. Yeah, he's a really good quarterback. A lot of intangibles. Like him. I I, I don't know where he's going to go just yet. I'm not there. I could see somebody trading up for him. That's comfy. Uh, yeah, well, well, quarterbacks are If you like the guy and believe in the guy, you go get him. Yeah. If that means trading up or whatever it is. We got the hard stop. Adam, any plans? Any vacations planned coming up for you? Anything a breather? A, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning uh, in a few weeks to go to Kansas City for five days. Uh, leave for Kansas City on Tuesday, uh, April 24th, I believe it is. Uh, we'll be in Kansas City Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then after the draft concludes on Saturday night, we'll fly back to New York on Sunday morning. Is that like a barbecue trip? What's the plan there? NFL draft. Oh, that's a fine <laughs> on me. I didn't know it was in Kansas City this year. That's a yeah, vacation. Yeah. 
That's yeah. going to be crazy. That's going to be no, not, not many vacations, Colin. They're, they're, those those don't really. It is just the way my world operates. Too too You're many one. kids and dogs and responsibilities to take care of things. One day there'll be time for vacation. Yes, there will. The great Adam Schefter. Maybe, maybe maybe the McCaffreys can send me with the money that I saved them. The eight hundred dollars and fifty eight cents. Whatever it is, we'll take it. <laughs> well, maybe they're a fine spirit. You know, uh, no disrespect, yeah. spirit. No disrespect. You, you know, you never know. You never know. Thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate your time as always. Colin, my pleasure. Hope all is well. Be well. You too, great, my friend. Great, great questions today. Thank you. I learned from you. you Check out the Falsher Monroe interview, guys. Freaking awesome. Thank you. Killer. Great Adam Schefter. Thanks for joining the show, my friend. Thank you, Colin. Take care, my friend. Coming from a time where kids think they're gangsta Talking like a dog, but they're living in New Hampshire I'm the only one, man